Hey guys, welcome to Jen's Crazy Corner. It's been a hot minute. As always, you guys know how it is with me. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, <clears throat> today's episode, it's about to get very personal. Um, I just want my viewers, listeners out there to understand that it is a traumatic experience and also a trigger for women who have lost a child. So stay tuned as I share very personal, a very personal <clears throat> event, as well as share with you how I am getting through it. Stay tuned. All right, all right. It doesn't sound like I'm very depressed. It doesn't sound that I've had any traumatic experience at all. But I've already went through the worst. And I am telling my mind that I need to be strong for the kids that I do have. I have to be strong for the, my responsibilities as a wife in this household and also as for my mental health. It's easy to go down a rabbit hole, but it's sometimes hard to get out of it. Um, so I don't want to go there. And so I'm um, pulling myself and keeping myself out of that rabbit hole so to speak, if you guys can kind of understand where I'm saying with that, I'll elaborate in just a moment. But thank you so much for joining me today. For those of you who don't know, my name is, of course, Jen, um, and I am 35 years old. Um, boy, where do I start? Um... Again, this episode will be a trigger for those who had lost any children at any stage of their pregnancies. So um, if that's too much pain for you to hear anything about this type of situation, I suggest you skip this episode, guys. All right. So um, about two weeks ago. Um, I had realized that I was, I had missed my menstrual cycle. Um, and I had my husband, um, go and, um, buy a pregnancy test and, um, it came out, uh, positive, um, as being indicating that I was indeed pregnant at the time of that test. Um, <clears throat> wow, I didn't think it was going to be this hard, but, um, so, um, after finding out, um, I had to make some choices and lifestyle changes. Um, and it, and even though it was two weeks ago from today, um, not the loss, actually the loss happened quite recently. Um, about, I think this today is the fifth day since it happened um whew. so um I had been um 
smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee prior to my pregnancy. Um, And so when I found out I was pregnant, there was a whole rush of emotion and feelings. First of all, I'm 35. My husband is... in his 40s <laughs> and um uh we kind of already have uh two children one from my prior relationship of six and a half years um my oldest son who's 13 and one from my husband now and my child is four years old they're both boys and so when we discovered that we were going to have another baby we immediately were like, okay, what, how, where, when, you know, I mean, we knew how, how, but I'm talking about like, <clears throat> we were just asking each other so many questions, like what, how, what are we going to do? How we're going to do this? Like, <clears throat> and we live in a two bedroom apartment. Um, and so we were like brainstorming where the baby area would be and kind of just mentally preparing for what's to come. Um, And then once we established that we were indeed going to, that we both agreed that we didn't believe in terminating the pregnancy for financial reasons, that's, you know, that that's not what we stand for. And I'm not trying to knock anybody that has done it, you know, for, you know, I don't wish to offend any of my viewers um, or listeners, but we just decided that that was not the route we were going to take. And that even though I was 35, that this is probably the last year that I can get pregnant. And maybe we should consider looking at on on a positive note that this was the last year and we were blessed with one more before it was going to be too dangerous for me to conceive in the future. Not impossible, but just higher risks. So um, we got psyched out. We started like, you know, getting a little excited about the situation I reached out and told um two individuals and my husband reached out and informed two of his closest individuals and then um then um several days later I wake up one morning and to use the bathroom as I felt like I had to use the bathroom and um the pregnancy was then terminated also known as miscarriage um so why am I sharing this with you why not okay because I noticed that while I'm going through this and I'm still dealing with it I felt like this is the best time to let you guys know and also it's fresh what I'm going through and it can help someone else if they're going through it. And um, so, yeah. So um, after the first day, it was painful. Um, it was two days of crying constantly in the morning. Um, mostly because of the constant reminder that the blood that's coming out of my body is blood clots and and of a unborn child. Um, that's traumatic. It was traumatic. It was so horrible um, to to wipe myself or to bathe myself. It was just I was just fearful every second. Even though. 
the deed was already done, my mind was telling me that there's more going to come out or more I'm going to see. And so it was really crazy. Um, just a side note, I had had a mis- uh, uh, loss. I had an ectopic pregnancy. I never had a miscarriage. Well, it's similar. It's basically similar, but let me explain. In 2008, I had an ectopic pregnancy where the baby was growing um, where it wasn't supposed to. And then the baby stopped growing after a certain amount of time and grew no longer. And I had to have what's called a DNC to remove the baby from that lining that it was attached to. Um, A year later, I had my son, David, my rainbow baby. Um, So this was not something that I'm totally unfamiliar with but the bloody horrible mess that came with this loss was just none I never experienced that and so um yeah so the first day was the loss and um my feelings were just all over the place um the second day was excruciating amount of pain in my front and my back area like my back my lower back side my front abdomen lower abdomen area um a lot of bleeding and um I decided well not really decided I didn't have a choice I I don't have medical coverage um say what you want my personal situation is has not allowed me to obtain that right now so um I we I had the miscarriage at home and was doing my research about if it if I could be home and doing it and a lot of the times they just give you like pain medication and let you pass at home if the tissues are naturally coming out of your body then there's no need for surgery I mean for a small surgical procedure to remove it now the surgical procedure will help the situation faster because they'll just they'll just take it out right there boom and one shot and all you have to deal with is the recovery and not the actual process of miscarrying um whereas if you do it at home it's really really traumatizing um I had like I said I I really have no choice at this point we're just monitoring that there's no infections that I don't have fevers or any other complications in the process so um it was even though the fetus was very small um not it was about two months um that whole this this whole process because I'm still not finished with the whole process of it and um has been an a very traumatic experience and I know I keep saying the same thing and I'm just trying to find the right words to to express myself but that's all I can say it's like traumatizing and I encourage the women that have experienced or are experiencing it to speak about it Um, because sometimes when you keep these type of emotions in um, 
there's so many questions in yourself as a woman. Like, what did I do wrong? Why, why me? If you're religious, why would God do something like this? Um, why give it to me and take it away? Um, there's also that maybe it's for the best. Maybe I'm not worthy. Um, you know, there's, you know, or maybe I was, I'm a sinner. So that's why I wasn't blessed with it. So many scenarios and things cross your mind and it's always best to talk to someone and seek help and talk it out and express to them your true feelings about the situation. And the reason I say true is because you'll have people that will be like, oh, I'm so sorry. That's horrible. You can talk to me if you want. And then the moment you open your mouth to talk, you can see that it's not, it it was just uh, something that they say and not really what they want to hear, you know? Um, So, you know, but then you have, I'm sorry, I'm out of it. (laughs) Sorry, I'm trying to tell you guys so much. Okay, so, you know, it's best to talk to somebody, but but you got to be your true self when you're talking about it and, and, and don't sugarcoat stuff. So the best person to speak to is your closest confident, confidant, your closest friend or family member. Um, and be your authentic self when you're expressing yourself, because there's nothing wrong with being angry. There's nothing wrong with crying about it real quick, squeezing out some tears, some lemons, you know, squeeze them out whenever you can, because you hold these emotions in, you bottle it inside and you become a monster to yourself and you start beating yourself down and you start thinking thoughts that really are just all in your brain and all in your mind because miscarriages happen often to many women throughout the world. We're not alone. We're not the first and we won't be the last. Um, I, how did I get through it? Well, the first two days, the first day, it was just devastating. The second day was so much pain. The third day, I tried to get up and start doing stuff around my house. Um, I was still working. I work from home. So I decided to continue working through it all, even at the second day um, of the miscarriage. Um, So keeping busy um, was definitely a help. Um, but it did aggravate the pains that I was experiencing, but I used like heating pads, um, to heat up the front and heat up the back occasionally. And when the pain was at its highest, I put the heating pad at a high heat. And when it was like not so painful, I kept it at a lower heat. Um, the heating pad definitely works miracles. I still use it till this day as right before I go to bed, I turn it on. Um, and then sometimes if the pain comes back, because the pain does not go away right away, it, you'll have it for a while and it, and it can get less, but it'll still be like there. Some women heal faster than others. Some women experience more pain than the other. It depends on your pain tolerance. Um, but, um. I didn't know how to handle it. Um, I had an outburst yesterday with my family, mostly because I felt that they could be helping me more um, during this time. 
and um, I got really frustrated with them and I kind of was like you know <clears throat> I, I hear you know you know when you hear other people complain about all this and all that and all that and you're like what you're complaining about this and I'm experiencing and going through this you got to be kidding me you got to be shitting me um I think I had it up to here by hearing like all these sad stories you know and I'm like right now I'm at an emotional state where I'm like still processing and still trying to get through this and my house is a mess because you know I, I wasn't trying to bend too much or move the sofas to sweep behind the sofas I wasn't trying to do all that crazy stuff I just did like light dishes you know and um sweeping here and there and um not that you can't do these things but I was in extreme amount of pain so I tried to not overdo it you know um and I went through a episode where I was just frustrated and I'm like you know what I'm leaving for a little bit so I went bicycle riding um and um it was amazing I must say that the wind I hadn't went bicycle riding in over I think 22 years I had a car accident I'm I, if you listen to my other episodes I think I mentioned this before um but for those of you who are chi- turning in um ch- chiming in for the first time I had a car accident when I was 13 I was riding a bicycle so I hadn't r- ridden a bicycle in 22 years about 22 years and so um, I went on this bike ride. My, mind you, my bike had no brakes. It, it, my bike has no brakes because it was given to me, actually. And it's crazy because everything happens for a reason. Like this gentleman was moving and he said, like, hey, you want this bicycle? I don't want to throw it away. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll take it. Um, our car had broken down um, a couple of months back. So we had no way of like traveling other than feet and bus so when he gave me this bicycle I'm like oh yeah I you know handed it off to my husband and my son to utilize it or whatever but um no one's really used it so I grab it I ride the bike I ride to the nearest park and it was just great to get away for a little bit no noise no complaining just silence on this ride I put some music some light music uh, on my phone and enjoyed my ride the fresh air keep in mind um I work from home I I'm always home I and then since we have our car issues I never go out so I needed this ride and I didn't know how much I needed this ride and so that was yesterday and this morning I made it my business to my son was getting ready for school he woke me you know he he tells me mom I'm gonna go and I'm like okay and that's my cue to get ready and get dressed and I said to myself I'm gonna go for a bike ride this morning while the little one is still sleeping my husband's sleeping I was like I'm gonna get up and go for a bike ride similar to what women do when they're like I'm gonna go jogging in the morning you know so I, I grabbed the bike I grab some water and I go for a ride um <laughs> what I did was I went Pokemon go hunting. So I went to the nearest Pokemon, um, like, you know, spot stop or whatever that had the yellow team. For those of you who know what I'm talking about, you, 
Um, so I distracted myself basically. I did something this morning. I went to the Pokemon stop. I beat up all the people that were in the Pokemon stop, not physically, in the video game. And um, I took over the tower and it's team red all day. So <laughs> so I got that stop and I went back to the bus stop where my son was after I beat up the gym. And, um, I made sure he was doing good, made a couple of jokes with him, rode back home and then took a shower and I felt rejuvenated. One thing that I can say and one, one thing that I can definitely know for sure is that everybody grieves differently and everybody, not everybody has the support system. Not everybody has that person to speak with. Not everybody has that person that you can trust. Because a lot of relationships nowadays are built off falseness. And, um, por encimita. I don't know how to say that in, uh, in Spanish. Like, it's like very, like, not deep-rooted. Like, they're friends. We're, they're friends, but not, like, friends that you spill your beans and, and your life and your stories to. And, um, I'm, I don't do that anymore. I don't have those type of friends in my life anymore. It's like, you're either going to be the one I trust or you're not going to be the one that I trust. Um, and I talk about this in, in other episodes. It's just, it's, I'm 35 years old. I'm not with that BS anymore. It's like, if you're either going to be my, my friend or you can just be an acquaintance and you don't need to be part of my life or need to know every detail in my life. So, um, I really wanted to reach out to a lot more people about what I was going through, but I know some people are going through their own stuff as well. And that's where we're very hesitant to talk to people when we know they're going through their own stuff. But you know what? A person who's going through their own stuff and can actually stop and listen to yours. And then you guys can both kind of like vent and steam it off is better than not being able to say anything to anybody. And so I'm very grateful for those um, individuals in my life who heard me out, who listened to my cries, who listened to me, who understood that even though it was a short pregnancy, that it wasn't any less um, important than a normal, a normal length pregnancy. That's what I also wanted to say here today. Um, For those of you who ever lost a baby at whatever stage it is. You guys are strong. We are strong. We are resilient. Um, We, like I said, we were not the first nor the last that will have a loss. And if you guys are willing to try again, um, don't be afraid to try again. It's a scary situation, I know. But I don't think I will be trying again. I think that was the last of the Mohegans for me. But we never know what the Lord has in store or what the universe has in store for us. So, but as of right now, um, I think that I should just learn to handle what I have and love my kids that I have and understand that our babies who left us, they will always be in our hearts and they will always always be loved like if they were alive today and so I wanted to say that I know what you guys are going you girls are going through you women are going through or have gone through if you've gone through it 
and just know to keep pushing forward. And if you have children already, um, you have to be strong for them. Get your mind right, exercise, meditate, write poetry, write a journal. If you don't have anyone to talk to, write about it in a journal. Maybe create a podcast like I'm doing. Like I had I had this podcast for so long, but life doesn't always go the way you planned it. And um those those bumps along the road in in this life of ours teach us things and strengthens us almost like steel like when you're forging when a blacksmith is making a weapon you know it got to go through the fire to become something even more beautiful and I really 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 do believe that and I really do believe that you guys we we will be fine we will be okay and um, I just wanted to share that with you guys, not for sympathy, not for anything, but to encourage those who are experiencing experiencing it in silence, to let them know too that you're going to get through this. It's possible. And if you shift your mindset to positivity, um, it helps a lot. I also... Um, pulled up a couple of religious videos like um it's by this um elevation church is called there's this guy named steven steve steven furtick furtick and i enjoy his videos a lot and i pulled up his youtube channel and picked like the first one i saw and of course there was a message that i needed to hear that was meant for me that opened my eyes to um and it gave me a message that I needed to hear and and so I feel like when you share your testimony with people and testimony doesn't have to be religious you know that's why you see little like people say oh testimonials about like a product that they tried you know these are just like you know your story on the situation or your you know your testimony on it so my testimony to you guys is you guys and girls um is that yes is a hard process is traumatic how long how long sorry i get like a thousand people hitting me up right now um how long will the grief process last there is no timeline you know how long will you get the waves of emotion? There is no timeline. Um, is it easy to get over it? Not for everybody. And it's not getting over it. It's just dealing and getting through it. Not getting over it. It's getting through it. Um, if you are a husband and your wife or significant other has experienced a loss or, you know, not a husband, you don't necessarily have to be a husband, but if you are a significant other in this person's life who has had a loss, I can encourage you guys to please um, give that support that they need. Give them three days, at least three days to grieve. And also um, give them space to process it and um be that support 
that um, that they need during that time because it's not easy. And um, one thing that I would say is don't complain, especially during the grieving process of, of this. Do not complain about, you know, don't be negative around a person who's who's going through something like this because it's like you're complaining about X, Y, and Z when I'm experiencing X, Y, and Z. And no one's, no one's, um, I'm not saying that my, my loss is more important than anybody else's, um, maybe mental state or anything like that. I'm not saying that my, I'm not saying that one person, I'm not saying that, I'm sorry. I'm always trying not to offend anybody, but I'm just saying support them, support them and love them. And be compassionate and understand that not everybody grieves the same. Not everybody will ask you for help during this time, but it's just right to offer the help or do it even when not asked. Um, um, what else? And when you talk to your significant other who's had this loss and they're expressing themselves, let them express themselves completely. Don't cut them off and, and tell them like, oh, you know, lower your voice. Don't be emotional because they finally were, was able to open their mouth to express themselves and you made them feel you can make them feel that what they're going through should be kept under wraps or some kind of secret or their emotions are less important or it doesn't matter at this point if like it doesn't matter you should have just let them you should just let them express themselves let them finish um because sometimes they won't ever open up about it again because if you made them feel some kind of way the first time they might not want to tell you about anything else in the future so you have to keep that open communication with your partner in a respectful way and understanding way and occasionally give them a break even after the miscarriage process because they need a break and this trauma will always be with them for the rest of their life it's not it's not something that just is for, forgotten it's just something that they can get through and live with and be able to function but they will never forget um, I don't know if any of this made sense. You know my ADHD, guys. You know how I am. And although this was very, very personal, um, I normally wouldn't share something like this. But I said, what's a podcast of truth and reality and mental health awareness if not what I'm going through? If not the, tr- the troubles or the, or the process of grievance or the process of frustrations for the lack of whatever it is in your life. Basically, bottom line, I got into a blowout with my family because I felt that they could have helped, they could do more for me while I'm grieving and processing this. And so I kind of wanted to share that. 
And everybody picked up, you know, every, after I blew up, everybody was like, oh, shoot, okay, this is how she feels. And, and it's gotten better. And But if you don't speak up, you know, sometimes people get too comfortable in you doing everything or you being the super mom that when you're experiencing something so traumatic like this, they don't, they get, they've gotten so comfortable and, and now you need their help. And now it's like, you know, it is what it is. But I had a little rough time and I'm still learning to get through it. But I do know for one thing, I have two beautiful boys that need me and um, I need to get back on my mindset, right? my mind back on track to where I was motivated to continue with my business. Like I just let my business, I just have my, my business is still going. I have the business website up. There's, there's, there's products on there. Um, I'm not short on products and not, and abandoning my business, but I had not been, um, focused on it for a little bit. And so I'm got to get back into a schedule where I can make time for my morning bike rides and my job, my children cooking and a little bit of time for new new inventory for my business. Keep yourself busy. Always know that you are not alone. If ever any of you females feel absolutely alone and are experiencing any of these things, please feel free to hit me up. I am not a psychologist, not a therapist. I'm a regular woman born in the in PR, raised in the Bronx, and I've had a, one too many experiences that I can relate to many people that are going through things. And I'm here for you guys. So hit me up at Jen's Crazy Corner at yahoo.com if you want to keep it anonymous, if you want to share your experience as well. If you want to be a guest on my show and talk about it, feel free to hit me up and let's talk about it. Because you know what? There's certain things people don't talk about that if they did talk about it, they would feel so much better about it. Um, And you never know if you speak about it, it might have saved another woman or another individual. If you share your testimony on the subject and Tell them that you're making it. You're, you're getting through it. It's a process. It's not going to happen overnight. And be that support system that they've never had before. Um, if we all was like that, wouldn't it have been? Wouldn't it be a, a nice, a nice place to have a support system if everybody just was more in tune with um, spreading kindness, right? So that's was my goal for this video. I mean, this video, you hear me, this episode, it was to basically let you guys know that I'm here for you too. And, um, I'm getting through it and I will get through it. And, um, um, yeah. So I love you guys. And I hope that you guys are doing well in your personal lives. And even if you're not, don't give up, keep trying. You got this. And, um, I will be making more podcasts. Um, I'll try my best to do them monthly. If 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 not 
more often, but um, I always just make episodes on things that are occurring in my life in hopes that if someone else is experiencing them, that they can learn from it or feel some kind of sense that they're not the only one, you know, and that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so that concludes this episode. Thank you so much for listening to my rambles. And I'm sorry if this triggered any bad experiences for anybody. Um, but it was necessary. And um, it also gives a small insight to the psyche, like the, the psyche, the mindset of a woman going through something like this. And also, I wish I had... Maybe I'll try to see if my husband will talk about it. Maybe. I doubt it. But um, it would be nice to get a man's perspective um, with a woman. He, um, you know, with with him ex- looking at his significant other going through something like this and what he has done or what he advises men to do. That would be really great, too. I love to always have the opposite view, but... Um, you know, so if you're a man listening to this and, um, have had that experience and are willing to share again, reach out to me at Jen's crazy corner at yahoo.com and we can do a follow-up episode. Um, until next time, guys, you stay crazy, but always remember that I'm here and you are not alone and stay crazy guys. If you or someone you know has or is experiencing a miscarriage, please know that you're not alone. There are websites and phone numbers available to you if you cannot speak to someone in your life about it. You can go to www.mahotline.org or call 1-833-246-2632 and It provides anonymous 24-7 helpline support and medical information.